It's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. I did a bit of a loosey-goosey show prep, so God only knows where this is going to go. As we have pointed out many, many times before, especially during COVID and all of those mandates, we know that people from the CDC and the NIH and the FDA, they're all on the take from Big Pharma. They all get kickbacks. And oddly enough, they are not required to report it to anybody. So we have no idea who is getting what and how they're getting it. But we did find out from Open the Books that Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci, the two ghouls during this whole escapade, received 58 royalty payments. And there were 1,500 pages of unredacted records involving all of this from a Freedom of Information Act request. And according to Open the Books, 56,000 transactions adding up to more than $325 million through individual amounts for each payment and corresponding license are not listed in the record. Fauci received 37 payments from three companies between 2010 and 21, and they were Santa Cruz Biotech, which creates products for medical research, including antibodies, and fifth most payments in the royalty database, 14 from Ancel Corp., which produces immunology tolls, and eight from Chiron Corp., uh, acquired by Novartis. Francis Collins, at the same time, received 21 payments from four companies, and Quest Diagnostic Specialty Laboratories, a biological testing company, made four payments to, cost to Collins. He received four more from Ionis Pharmaceuticals, originally named Isis, oddly enough, which develops RNA-targeted therapeutics. And the last entity to pay Collins was Progeria Research Foundation, a supposed nonprofit—there's profit in nonprofit—which does research— for congenital diseases and disorders. So there you go. We already know that Fauci was the highest paid federal employee ever in the history of forever because he was basically taking over the Pentagon's bioweapons technology programs and he was the bag man for it all. So he couldn't do the research here in the United States any longer. So he was the money man. And they had to launder the money, the Pentagon, through Dr. Fauci's NIH, which then he gave to various NGOs across the country and across the world so that those NGOs would fund different labs researching weapons of mass destruction uh, in countries like the Ukraine, Wuhan, and we also found out South Korea and Taiwan, which is another reason why China is very, very suspicious of American activity, especially with the Russians releasing documents occasionally, usually about every month or so, every month and a half, the Russians release information about what they're finding out in biolabs and they've also traced the funding and research back to the Biden family themselves through Hunter Biden, Metabiota, and so on and so forth. So it's really starting to look bad for the United States, and I would really question where the accountability is. Because as an American, I don't know about you, but I am anti-weapons of mass destruction research under the guise of medical research, especially when you have hook-nosed little four-eyed twerps like Anthony Fauci and this gangly lurch 
like Francis Collins wandering around, stomping their feet and saying that we need to wear masks and everything is safe and effective. And if you want your job and want to move around the country, uh, you need to do that and get those injections. Um, Those people need to be dragged before a judge, a non-compromised judge, and be held accountable and um, hopefully some kind of penalties be thrown at them. But that isn't stopping this march to dystopian fascism because Ecuador, right? I don't know if any of you have heard about this, but Ecuador's anti-narco presidential candidate was assassinated yesterday uh, via Vicencio. I think I pronounced that right, even though I did it very slowly, uh, was assassinated. And why is this important? Because he is another individual that was against what was going on and against what the World Economic Forum types want. He wanted to stop the narco state and he wanted to end the political mafia. Well, you can't do that, especially when we know that intelligence agencies effectively control the drug trade like the CIA. Do you really think the CIA or maybe Mossad or MI6 and so on and so forth, do you really think they would allow a candidate like Via Vincencio to stop the drug trade and take care of his own population? Of course not. They're not stopping anything when it comes to that, especially when you have the Biden administration in place that want an open border, that basically told the cartels in Mexico, how do you want this border policy to go? And don't tell me that's not how those discussions behind closed doors actually went. Because you have to look at all of these rollover Republicans in the border states that claim they're pro-America and that they're going to do everything they possibly can to maintain Trump's border policy, yet they do nothing. You have to look at the McCain families, and you have to look at where they're getting their funding from. Because I can promise you, if you did a moderate amount of digging into the NGOs and the PACs that fund these individuals and politicians— I can promise you, you'll probably find cartel money in there or CIA shell company money in there aligned with the cartels. They want an open border because they want the human trafficking, the drug trafficking, the child trafficking. They want all of that to happen because Trump stopped it. And behind closed doors, that's the way all of these politicians were ending up as millionaires in the span of a few years. Everybody was on the take and everybody was giving each other a wink and a nod, tapping the nose and giving each other elbow rubs. Ha ha. Sure. We'll stop the border crossings. Uh huh. That is how they were making their money. They will never stop that. And also, you can even do the research on this and look into, uh, I think, Giuliani Associates. That was the um, that that was Giuliani's uh, consulting firm years and years ago. Uh, The government, I think the Bush administration, um, they wanted to know how to implement a North American union. 
and create North American Union superhighways that go all throughout Mexico into the United States and disperse goods throughout Canada. So they all know it. They all know they want a North American Union because that promotes a world government. So if you know as a politician that the end goal is to create a North American Union, why would you ever enforce border policy? Why would you ever have a border policy? You can't tell your constituents that, but behind closed doors, I guess that's the phrase for today, behind closed doors, um, you know that it won't matter in a few years. But that doesn't stop America. America and its rogue agencies are well known to create coups, to go after countries that don't toe the line. Uh, Hello, Niger. Hello, Mali. All of those countries. They're even now releasing, at least The Intercept is pointing out, that they have a bombshell report of a diplomatic cipher or what is known as a secret cable. If you know anything about Pakistani politics, you know that Pakistan was relatively neutral on Russia's quote-unquote invasion of the Ukraine. Well, you can't have something like that when you're aligned to the United States and also you have nuclear weapons on your territory. You can't do that. So what did we find out? The Intercept has reported that the meeting between Pakistani ambassador to the United States and two State Department officials has been the subject of intense scrutiny because what did we find out? There was a political struggle going on. And on August 5th, when Khan was sentenced to three years in prison on corruption charges and taken into custody for the second time since his ouster, Khan's defenders dismissed the charges as baseless. But behind the curtain, ha, I changed it. I changed it this time. One month after meeting with U.S. officials, it was leaked that Pakistani uh, government documents show a non-confidence vote is going to be held in parliament to oust Khan. And what do we find out as well? We find out that the prevailing political winds in Pakistan essentially said that if Khan is voted out of parliament through a non-confidence vote, no confidence vote, uh, then all will be forgiven with Washington and we can just move happily along. So the inference here is that Khan's opponents meet with Washington officials. They come up with a plan to get rid of Khan because the United States cannot have neutrality when it comes to Russia versus Ukraine. It must be anti-Russia all the way. They oust Khan, and now in their kangaroo courts, they've thrown him into prison. All of this is orchestrated by the United States. Do you think that countries like Russia and China, which are promoting a multipolar world and are winning over other nations through trade and building infrastructure, do you think if countries have a choice between that option or being overthrown through color revolutions backed by the United States and the West, who do you think these countries are going to choose? The American reputation across this planet is demolished. It was bad after 9-11. Now it is in tatters. 
Nobody wants to do business with the United States. Nobody with two brain cells to rub together would ever do business with the United States because they're putting their lives in jeopardy if they don't go along with the United States. And by going along with the United States, you create a mega wealth gap. You have the individuals in political office that are on the take and dipping their beaks from American aid and American-backed non-governmental organizations, and then their populations are left to squander while Western corporations go into these countries and strip mine every natural resource that is worth something. And then they toss the local populace a few pennies and say, thank you very much. That's what's going on in Niger. That's why Niger is such a hot-button issue, because they got tired of the French. Also, you have to factor in what they are doing uh, with Wagner, you know, uh, Russia's Blackwater, uh, for that. And I, and I think, uh, for what it's worth, Blackwater is—or uh, Wagner, I should say— is the one kind of orchestrating all of this behind closed doors, because now we're entering into a new phase in this global conflict— uh, between Russia and the Ukraine, where you're starting to see color revolutions from the Russian side. They started in Africa. Not a very big deal to overthrow Westerners that are in place in Africa. I mean, they've been exploiting that continent for literal centuries in all ways. After that, you're probably going to see a whole bunch of color revolutions backed by Russia and China throughout South America. That's going to be the next playground that they go after, and that's going to happen in the next year or so. And that's all because America has basically turned into a banana republic. There's no other way to look at it. The judicial system, the Department of Justice, the FBI, they are beyond compromised and biased. They're going after their political enemies, and they're trying to gin up any little thing to do it. And as ridiculous as it sounds, there are judges and district attorneys and special counsels that are doing this. They're still somehow part of the bar. I don't know how they're still somehow part of the bar. And the Democrat base is frothing at the mouth with every additional indictment that goes against Trump, which oddly enough, those indictments happen a day after a really damaging Biden family story comes out. That is on purpose. That's not coincidental. From Jonathan Turley, federal court declares Trump a flight risk in a secret subpoena decision uh, with Twitter, the disclosure of a subpoena of Twitter by special counsel Jack Doku Smith was surprising in a number of respects, including the hefty $350,000 fine imposed by the U.S. District Court Beryl Howell for a three-day delay as the company sought to address the demand. Essentially, what did they want? Special Counsel Smith wanted Trump's Twitter messages. Even though T Trump may not have been in charge of his Twitter account, they wanted those Twitter messages. I'm not talking about the ones that Trump posted so that everybody could see. It's the actual messages going from individual to individual. 
and the court found that Trump might change his course of conduct, even though it seemed unlikely. The lower court stated that the district court found that there were reasonable grounds to believe that disclosing the warrant to former President Trump would seriously jeopardize the ongoing investigation by giving him an opportunity to destroy evidence, change patterns of behavior, or notify Confederates. That's right. They went so far that if Trump found out that Smith subpoenaed his Twitter messages, he may even be a flight risk and try to flee the country. Do you really think a presidential candidate that knows where the bodies are buried is going to flee the country? Of course he's not. And these rogue Democrat judges actually buy this BS. And on top of it, they know what they're doing is extremely dubious, and they've been told that they will be covered. And that's why you see what's going on with Trump. Then you have this other judge going against Trump, furthering along down the road of banana republicanism, republicanism, <laughs> the old voices. Is cutting out here. All right, we have from Technofog. Uh, he posted this. We look through the recent history of Judge Chutkin, who presides over Trump's D.C. criminal case. Right there, you already know Trump is in hot water because of these rogue Democrats in an awful part of the country. This past week, Judge Chutkin gave Trump's team one business day to respond to special counsel's protective order. The court's local rules allow for 14 days to respond. Trump's team asked for more time, and she denied the request. Chutkin also set a hearing on the P.O. for August 11th, just one week after the P.O. was submitted, in a case involving millions of pages of documents and hundreds of witnesses. She denied Trump's request for a hearing date where both his lawyers could be present. The unfairly quick timeline is inconsistent with how the judge has treated other defendants. In the Maria Butina case, Chutkin gave Butina one week to respond to a PO and set the hearing a month out. In the case of a DC meth dealer, Judge Chutkin gave a one-week deadline to respond to the PO. She also set the hearing two weeks out after it was submitted. And for a J6 defendant, Judge Chutkin gave a one-week response deadline and set the P.O. hearing a month out. It's important to note that none of those cases involved the issue looming over the Trump case, a court's limitations on a presidential candidate's ability to defend himself publicly. Such issues should be briefed thoroughly, and the judge denied Trump that right, contrary to her history. You want evidence of bias? There it is. These people do not want Trump to run for office, and they're doing everything they possibly can to stop this man from campaigning effectively. If Trump were to say, you know what, I'm dropping out. I'm not going to be the candidate. I'm not running for office. I forget it. I'm going to do other things, like start a TV network. I promise you, all of this would go away. And all this is doing for Trump's base is reinforcing their notions that Trump is right. This is like banning 
conspiracy theorists, and people capable of critical thought. If you have somebody out there that posts something across social media about the dangers of a COVID shot or the fact that there are biolabs across the planet and then those social media platforms ban them, what do you think happens? Everyone starts to pay attention and everyone starts to do their own research until the story is forced to be acknowledged. What these Democrats are doing to Trump in their banana republic mentality is reinforcing every single thing that Donald Trump has said over the past seven years. And that is the deep state is out to get him, that he has done everything he possibly can to dismantle the deep state, stopping ISIS by stopping the funding that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton afforded them. Uh, pulling, according to uh, this this social media uh, video that came out, which was astounding uh, over in England, pulling all of the gold out of the city of London and Vatican City and stopping the corporation of the United States, London, and the Vatican and saying, we are no longer beholden to you guys. We are now part of a republic. That is monumental. What that means is it alters the dynamic of everything we know as to what it is to be an American citizen. Uh, and I'll have to do a show on that. Uh, the, uh, the Stopping human trafficking. How about that? We all know that these elites are involved in human trafficking and drug smuggling and gun running and all of that. Trump did more than any other president since Eisenhower to stop the human trafficking. Why do you think they hate him so much? This is banana republic nonsense. And so what they're doing here is solidifying Trump's base. They go after him so much, they're even Trump is even winning over moderates now. Because you could find videos of that, too. All of these moderates and borderline Democrats are saying, you know what? They're going after Trump for so much. And they're bringing up nonsense to try and go after him that I think Trump was right about everything. At least my bank account thinks that Trump was right about everything. My gas tank thinks Trump was right about everything. What's Biden's excuse? Where's the equity? So that's what this is all about. And I hope, I hope. Everybody gets a big, heaping, steaming pile of humble pie in the next few months, and this guy just drops all of the info he knows about. I hope Trump comes out swinging even more than what he has already been doing, and he just lays waste to every single political opponent on both sides of the aisle. That's going to be it for me. For this week, it's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Remember to be the lovable fuzzball you are, critical thinker extraordinaire over the weekend. Until we meet again next week.